Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. On this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing everything's Temple Tent. We'll go through the history of the distillery, current news, and of course, our personal favorite aspect of the show, the Hastings. And with me, as always, is my intrepid and brilliant co-host, Andy Kleshik. Andy, how are you doing today? Uh, not too bad. Um, I'm back on my sixth house that I'm waiting to hear on an offer from, so... Ooh, always fun. That's fun. Uh, enjoying the weather that we're having. You picked a crazy market for it. <laughs> I know. Picked the right time to go into the market um, on it all. Um, you know, not enjoying the cicadas that the warm well, mother has uh, brought about here. Trying to... All uh, brood X. Yeah, trying to sur- sur- survive that. Survive the early onslaughts of the uh, plague of locusts that uh, the world has sent our way. Um, thanks, we needed that after, you know, a, a deadly after virus 2020. <laughs> in 2020 and all the lockdowns. Yeah. We just needed a plague of locusts. I'm sure floods are coming next. Uh, but anyway, we're... Um, you Could know, we're, be worse than what you just went through like the last two or so weeks, right? Oh, yeah. I've just been getting crushed by my allergies, and you can probably still hear a little bit in my, in my voice. Uh, it's been brutal in this area. Yeah. Allergies have. I'm hoping now that we're getting up in the mid-80s in Cincinnati, we're actually going to finally get some good good weather, but also have that accompanied with uh, less pollen and things like that. So hopefully hoping we'll so. be moving uh, through that quick. But um, without further ado, uh, for those of you who are still and have survived the cicadas, uh, we might as, well ju- might as well jump right on into the show. Andy, why don't you tell everyone everything they need to know about Templeton Whiskey? Of course. So Templeton... Templeton Whiskey as we know it was founded in 2006 um, and then actually began distributing their products. I think it was sourced to start um, in 07. But kind of the Templeton area um, and Iowa whiskey and distilling um, as we know it started about, well, now about 100 years ago. Um, Started in like the like late 1910s, early 20s. Um, and originally, you know, of course, was a way for the farmers, especially the corn farmers and rye farmers, uh, basically all your grains farmers, to make a little bit of an extra buck on their um, whiskey. because, Or not on their whiskey, on their grains. Because, of course, whiskey needs grains to distill it. That's the main... Um, starch source and sugar source that the yeast uses um and it was really kind of kicked off during prohibition that they would sit there um at least in the templeton iowa area carroll county iowa basically would all sell their excess grains that they couldn't sell in the open market legally Hmm. um you know they would illegally basically sell it to illegal distillers during that prohibition time um to supplement their incomes you know, and as such, as I mentioned earlier, you know, at that time, there really was no Templeton Rye Distillery or legal distilleries in the area. Um, it was just kind of something they did to supplement income. Um, gotcha. And as a result, of course, then, you know, all these illegal distillers popped up and they would turn all the grains that they would get into, like, Typically for the time, it would be rye whiskey, um, up until really like the last 50, 100 years or so, where bourbon, and primarily corn grain, um, 
whiskeys, you know, really became the standard. Um, you know, rye was the most popular whiskey to make. Gotcha. Um, Let me jump in real quick here, sir. Yeah, forgot about that. Cheers. Cheers. Um, and it was something that then they would kind of tur- once they had distilled it, then they would turn around and, of course, sell it to illegal speakeasies. Um, <clears throat> as one does. Yeah, of course, naturally. Um, and of course they would sell it in Iowa, but the most, <clears throat> the most famous ones, or at least the most lucrative markets for them outside of Iowa ended up being Chicago, Kansas city, and then Omaha, Nebraska. Um, of course, Chicago with speakeasies being a huge mob town during that time. Right. Still being one of the biggest cities in America. Al Capone's, uh, hang out. <clears throat> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're in Chicago. Yeah, and that actually is something that it's rumored that these Iowa whiskeys or these kind of these um, like rye whiskeys coming out of Templeton and Iowa and everything um, actually were one of his favorite drinks, if not his drink of choice in the speakeasies and speakeasies and everything when he would, you know, visit them. Um, so kind of got a little bit of famous history there, even if it, or famous friends, even if it's not the most famous friends that you really want hmm. hanging out and drinking hmm. your whiskey. Um, but then of course, you know, prohibition was repealed. Um, and as I mentioned, really Iowa distilling, uh, kind of died down until really about the 21st century, as I mentioned, when, um, at least as I know it. Um, and I've seen when Templeton rye whiskey was founded in 2006 and to start out originally, as I mentioned, uh, up until like the last couple of years or starting in 2021, 2022, um, it was actually a MGP sourced juice, Hmm. um, of course, using MGP standard 95.5 rye uh, mash bill. And I think that's the one we're drinking today is their 95.5 rye mash bill there. Gotcha. Um, that they use for you know a whole bunch of other brands or a lot of other brands source, such as uh, Bullet is another big famous one, at least in the past, has used it. Hmm. Um, you know, of course, starting out, that was it was a four-year-old bourbon or rye distilled and aged by MGP then... Um, Templeton takes it over, adds some alcohol flavoring formulations that they use in order to try and make it as close to, based on records and everything, as they can to, um, you know, Prohibition-style whiskey. Um, And then, of course, they bottle it and sell it out of Templeton, Iowa. Uh, Of course, not being a straight whiskey it is allowed to do this. Um, there are, you know, they're allowed to add in flavor additives, color additives, some stuff like that, um, up to at least two and a half percent of the overall volume of the whiskey as prescribed by at least American law. They're allowed to do that. Of course, all of this has come with some challenges, um, since 06, they had a, I want to say in about 2015 or so, they had a lawsuit, um, a class action lawsuit, like a huge lawsuit, um, 
basically overall of this that they weren't under the federal the TTB um, guidelines in the United States. They weren't basically saying that they were sourcing it and that they were adding all this stuff and they were tr- basically deceptively marketing it as true prohibition whiskey when it really is not fully true prohibition style whiskey because you're adding all these different things so it hmm. it ended up in them having to actually reimburse basically anybody anybody that wanted it at least um reimbursing them any customers who had bought the bought their ride between about 06 and 2015 um uh, and then also ended up resulting in them having to a uh, list one that they source it from mgp um and then also because by law you're supposed to disclose where the original whiskey or original alcohol was distilled in um at least here in america and then they also had to remove that remove like all the mentions that they were a um you know based on prohibition recipes and everything and that they were a small batch whiskey to start. So they kind of had to do a whole bunch of stuff to rebrand themselves. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> Rough uh, go of it. Yeah, not fun at all. Um, and so, of course, at this point, basically they decided, well, it's going to be easier for it. Well, let's just, well, maybe not easier, but let's just start out building our own distillery and now making our own whiskey. Um so I want to say it was about 2015 or 2016 they actually completed the distillery um, and started up their operations at it there in Templeton, Iowa. And their first truly home distilled whiskey um, that would be on fully, you know, from grain, distillation, everything, all the way under the Templeton name. Is actually going to be available next year. I don't know when it'll start hitting shelves in or in the U.S. or abroad, and like where you'd be able to find it. But I know they're going to start shipping it out in 2022. Gotcha. There. Um, of course, Mashbell right now, though, until they get that, um, the Mashbell right now, as I mentioned, is MGP's 95.5 Rye Mashbell. Um, I don't know what their mash bills will be once their new products come out. Um, I'll have to, you know, we can maybe do an update at some point saying that if we try them again here. Uh, and then of course that goes into currently a uh, four-year-old rye, which is the one that we're trying. And then I think they also have, although I've never seen these ones, a six-year rye, special reserve 10-year rye, and then a maple cask finished rye. And in the future, um, you know, once they start releasing their own products, they're still going to have the four and six years and then a 10-year rye, which will switch from being a special reserve to being a single barrel, which I think is technically what the special reserve is anyways right now, but they're officially labeling it a single barrel. And then, of course, you know, I'm sure they'll probably come out with some more products at some point in the future um but more to be determined on that front yeah if they'll have more i'm a big fan uh i like the story about how it was you know first off it's just 
unique being an Iowa distillery. You don't see a lot of those, oh, especially no. none that are, you know, not a lot that have this big name brand uh, going for them. Yeah. Um, I love the story about how they were selling to areas, you know, they're farmers and they started to do this with, with prohibition to make some more money. It sold to some of the biggest people in uh, the liquor racket at the time. Yeah. Like with Al Capone, like really, really yeah. cool, cool story. Love the distillery. Um, like that. They're more like based in Iowa now uh, with, the whole new setup out there. The building is incredible. Just like, it looks me a big, like a really, um, like a wild Turkey kind of vibe, with the big barn, like the dark wood oh, yeah. and the red, the red roofs. And of course it has the famous, uh, barrel pyramid out front that even the city is like famous for there yeah. in Templeton. So really cool setup. I think if you're ever in the area, definitely worth a visit and definitely uh, worth a purchase with this. Uh, cause it's a very tasty, uh, whiskey. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. What do you think, Andy? Should we just go ahead and uh, get ready for the tastings here? Yeah, I think it's time about that time we hop in, yeah. All right, folks, pour yourself a glass of the Templeton four-year uh, rye. That's, of course, the good stuff, and uh, we'll be right back with the tasting. Okay, folks, now that we have our glass of Templeton rye four-year poured, we're going to go ahead and do our tastings, and we're, as always, are going to start with the nose. I get kind of a little bit of, like, maple in there. Mm-hmm. It's like very the, inviting. It's very light yeah. on the nose. It's not very strong, which is good since it's yeah. navy proof. A little bit of mint, kind of, I think, in it. Um, I'm getting a little bit of spice and some orange on top of the hints, the notes that you hinted to add yeah. earlier. I'm not as much getting the spice, but I, I see. I think I see where you're coming it's from. It's very that. light. Very, yeah. very light. It's kind of like if you did the like background a background okay. note. Yeah. I get a little bit of like a light tobacco or a white woody note in there. Um, but it's kind yeah, of, get again, the in the background, for, sure. yeah. for me at least. All right, let's give it a taste, folks. I'm still getting some of that rye yeah. spice that I get in the in the yeah. nose. It's a, the spice is a, little, is a lot more noticeable in the... Yeah. In, in the palate than it is the nose. Oh, for sure. I think I also get a lot more of the orange in the palate, too. Agreed. Um, it's like orange slices. It's delicious. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like if you did, like... Like an orange candy or something, It's because it's got a little sweetness to it. Yeah, or like if you did, um, you know, like how they have those chocolate-covered orange slices and stuff? Yes. Like if you do. place the chocolate with, like, maple syrup or, like, a maple candy type thing on top of the orange. Yeah. That's what I kind of get the most out of it. Yeah, it's very it's very delicious. Um, I think finish stays with you a while. See, um, it's, for, it stays for how there. light of a whiskey it is. Yeah, for how yeah for how light of a whiskey it is. Um, Still getting a lot of that rye good. spice and like the woodiness that you were talking about in the nose. Yeah, a but it's and not like a finish. heavy woody like you get from some other no, bourbon. Not it's at all. Kind of a white wood note in there. Yeah, you notice it, but it's not that it's not very powerful overall. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I it's, agree. A, it's a very uh, drinkable, uh, very drinkable whiskey. Oh yeah. Um, I think it would probably be, for most people, it would probably do better in a um, cocktail, like a Manhattan I or agree. something like that. I but think it would go really not, well in a cocktail yeah. also. Or but, over ice, but it's yeah, still yeah. like not bad, just you know, straight neat. Absolutely. All right, folks, that's it from us this week. Make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts to subscribe, leave a review, and listen to every episode of Distilled Discussions. We appreciate your support. Uh, check out our Instagram, our Facebook page. Uh, we hope to have some more content coming at you soon. We really do appreciate all your support. Have a great week. Pour yourself another whiskey, and don't worry, America. We'll be here to drink with you next week.